0: Welcome to, 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 to the "What's the Damage" podcast with your host Leo Van da- 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 Damage. Uh, we are recording now, right now. Great. Wow, wow, wah wah what's up, people? Uh Leo Van Damage again dropping a podcast with uh Tori Lucian, man. How you getting on, dude?
1: Yeah, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, yeah.
0: This always you know what uh, it always gets me about when I do a podcast? It's like I'll come around, I'll chill with somebody, and then all of a sudden, like we'll be chilling, just talking utter dog shit, like we have been for the past fucking hour and a half, two hours, right? <laughs> I mean, what time I get here? Like, just before eight? So it's like nine. Yeah, nine yeah, yeah, not even that, 7.30. So so we'd be just shooting the shit, waiting for fucking Daniel to sort his life out, and then... But then, like, when I go podcast, it feels like... It feels like I'm talking to an invisible audience, because I fucking am, obviously. But it feels like... Well, hey, we got a,
1: fro- we- we got a frog over there. We got dime bag
0: behind. We got Mr. <laughs> Mr. Messed Up on
1: the wall over there, Mr. August.
0: <laughs> no, but what... <laughs> I was wondering about that earlier uh, What I mean by that What I mean is like I feel like um, Like I end up I just end up talking to I put like a studio Like you know like you Yeah know, You yeah, put like a front on like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I'm Leo Van Damme You, you so. become Oprah For the night Oprah yeah. Could I be Oprah? Well, I don't know Yeah? No maybe Well You're here today Yeah Well I'm here actually I'm at your fucking place um, We're here in the base camp uh, In search of sun base camp <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of in search of sun base camp <laughs> it's uh, like we're at
1: the bottom of a really shit mountain
0: no no dude like the <laughs> fucking Everest this week working uh, what's it uh, upper class neighbourhood and workless, working class wages is that that's, what he said that's say?
1: the one yeah middle class neighbourhood middle class, class neighbourhood that's
0: right um, so yeah we're just here we, we're actually waiting for food Daniel's supposed to be cooking us some we, we could have fucking ordered pizza ages ago and ate yeah but pizza's a cop out man but my like, no it's not dude but when my man cooking, my, yeah. my man's cooking fucking spaghetti and ragu with um, sausage bolognese Sausage bolognese Dude, that's student food. You know that, right? Come on, man. It's like spaghetti. Depends. Hoops. You know, spaghetti here's my hoops question: Frankfurters. What, what kind of what kind of sausage is he gonna cook with? Is he cooking with Cumberland sausages because upper class bratwursts, bratwurst, bratwurst. Yeah. or frankfurts like the cheapy some, ones? Some good buy. German
1: sausage. I German
0: um, sausage in an Italian dish. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I wanted to get you on anyway um, is uh, some big things are happening with Sergio Sam. Yeah, they are, are you allowed to talk about that. Yeah,
1: we can talk about some stuff.
0: I'm not gonna get. I don't. <laughs> put, I, don't I did say I was gonna talk about this shit. So no, no, no. That's fine. It's I'm fine. Not putting you on the spot, but um, I didn't want to know specifically because I wanted to talk about it on here. So I didn't want to talk about it earlier.
1: Yeah, no, no. That's all good. So, it's, it's fine,
0: uh, what? Uh, talk to me about the big things that happened, man. How are things progressing? Big changes. Ooh,
1: so since we last spoke, uh, obviously the band did download and they got signed to Spine Farm Records off the back of that um, which was great you know it's kind of
0: oh sorry by the way I completely because I'm so shit at this um, you, you are the band manager for In Search of Sun so um... uh, I, yeah sometimes <laughs> <laughs> so just in case anyone wonders, like oh, what the fuck is he talking about? how does he know so much about this band it's because you are heavily involved anyway sorry go on uh,
1: yeah I mean you know it's 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 something that's kind of since download, it kind of has, it's been a bit of a chain reaction. You know, things take their time. Things take you know run their course and all that. And we went from being a sign, an unsigned band to a signed band, which uh, which has really kind of helped to kind of build the foundation with new people that are involved. You know, people that actually believe in the in the end in the end goal of what In Search of Sun trying uh, trying to achieve, which is which is great. And you know it's good to know that you know there are still people out there that hold, hold those kind of visions in, in a in a in a good esteem. Um, and yeah, and the, and then the band ended up getting uh, signing on to uh, international talent booking as an agency for shows, which is great. You know, it's one thing getting signed to a uh, to a record label, but it's always that extra extra milestone trying to get hold of, get trying to get hold of a good agent. So um yeah, so you know we're currently building the, the band's timeline towards this new album which is out on uh, October the twentieth. Out when? October the twentieth. One more time. October the twentieth. So people don't fucking forget October
0: twentieth. Um so yeah, so uh guys get is that is that worldwide release? Like yeah, iTunes. That, yeah, and that'll and, be yeah.
1: that'll be across all platforms.
0: Cool. So everyone get out there and make sure you buy that. What's the album called?
1: Virgin Funk Mother
0: virgin funk mother right well it's time to get out there and fucking pop that cherry oh yeah pop that fucking funk mother cherry man (laughs) Uh, i'm down so i'm like you you obviously were like hey i'll hook you up with the album but in my head you know you should pay for it and make sure that you support the band and uh and so everyone get out there and spend some money because that's what we all want. Well, That's it. All three people <laughs> that listen to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I had quite, quite a lot of people listen to our last one. Um, like my the analytics on uh, on iTunes. But see, who, so who did you have on it? You. Oh really? On yeah.
1: our oh, oh, oh you are talking about our
0: one? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, like um, like 180 people just listen to it on SoundCloud alone, which like doesn't sound like a lot. But it was because it was viewed like I saw the analytics for it. And then for some reason, it doesn't show it the same way when I looked at it separately. But when I looked at it through my login details, it looked like it'd been listened to quite a lot. And then um, on iTunes, it was listened to quite a lot as well.
1: So that's great to know that 180 people, at least 180 people know about me being a... A complete, a, <laughs> dude, complete I wasn't even going to mention
0: that, but you fucking went there. So, dude, I, I might as well get it out in the open now, man. So you have man, to go like... there again. So, just, uh, no, just no,
1: no, just... we don't need to go through it again. <laughs> no, dude, if people want to know, they that. can. No, 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 no. If people want to know, they can go refer to the previous podcast, episode twelve. Episode yeah. twelve. There you go. It's right at the end. If you want to know what's going on, there. Uh, but... that's
0: fucking, that was the best. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you
0: want to hear Tori get outed, man? Just listen to that. Totally thrown
1: under a bus by my best mate. What a anchor.
0: Yeah, that was great. I and mean, the best bit was after you are like, dude, can you delete that? I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't fucking deleting anything. That was pure gold. oh man, it happens. Like We all fucking, you know, we all do it. I, I've got some horror story. I just told you about a story about shit, me shaking my pants in Asda.
1: It's incredible. Like, Sorry. the the levels involved where you think it couldn't get any worse.
0: Yeah, dude, it gets and worse. It's, oh. That's like a metaphor for life, though. That's anything a psychological nightmare. Yeah, it is. Everything you do in life, like... Oh, this couldn't get worse. Well. Oh, well, okay, It got worse. That's literally like um, the motto for my life is. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> that's literally how I live my life now. This is like, oh, okay. Oh, it gets worse. Like when you think I have a baby and he's amazing because I got a four month four month year old son, uh, four month year old four month old son, <laughs> um, and uh, and I think oh yeah he's so fantastic and then he pisses on you and you're like oh there it is <laughs> that's so- the have a kid. It'd so, be great. So I
1: have a question to, for you re- referring to that story. What happened to the clothes in the end? I threw them in the bin. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you, you retrieved them from the the, the demolished cubicle and, and then...
0: No, no. I carried those clothes with me through two cubicles. So you walked out. Um, you were out of the room when I was talking to Daniel about it. So... Basically, uh, for those who don't know, I recently had an accident um, in uh, in an Asda superstore, also known as Walmart for the American folks, they own it, um, where I had eaten some food and then took a tactical shit in the morning to make sure I was going okay, and then uh, unfortunately that tactical shit was not tactical enough. I hit cutlery, which means food is en route. Uh, so we might oh, pause yeah. this podcast just to eat, but... Um, <clears throat> And uh, basically I ended up uh, going to a woman's toilet because the men's toilets were being cleaned and uh, demolishing, shitting it everywhere like (laughs) like a fucking shit volcano. And uh, so basically I made my way through with the clothes to the second stall. There was no toilet paper in there. And then I went to the last one and then there was no hope of saving those clothes. So I had to call my girlfriend who had just given birth within like two weeks and get her to come down to my location to bring me spare clothes, at which point those other clothes got thrown in the bin. When I went into the male toilets, finally, to wash my hands and shit.
1: I would love to hear her side of this story.
0: Yeah, the thing is, so I wrote that. I wrote like a whole thing on Facebook, bro, and I and like I tagged her in, and some people were like, "You were lying. This did not happen." And she jumped on. She's like, "Unfortunately, it fucking did." And she could oh, hear man. the panic in I'm my voice, here. like when I called her, and I was like, "I need you to get down here and bring me this underwear and clothes and everything right the fuck now." And I was like, we are at, we are at like the fucking two minutes to midnight. It's game over. You need to, like bottom of the ninth, I need the star player to come in and score some fucking points. And she came in and she fucking, Mate, she she living. deserves a medal, man. Everyone says that. Fuck she's a good chick, man. My yeah, chick's a good chick. Totally. She's a she's a good woman. Can't I can't fault I can fault her in many ways. But... She, she
1: could have just left you high and dry. She did that. Fuck <laughs> you. I'm going back to bed.
0: Oh my god, man. I, You're on your own. I'm serious. Like I would have I, I did I would have walked out butt naked. I would have had to because there was no way I was walking out of there with people without and people knowing I yeah. had shat. It just was not happening. Um, so yeah, and uh, so that's that's a it's a shit story for me. It's a great story. Yeah. Do you have any shit stories like that where you've shat your human self? Oh my god, oh my god, this is food. Oh wow. Are we hitting pause? Are we hitting pause? Is this my one? Oh. So, Daniel Molenox has just entered the room with uh, food. Hello. It's the gayest voice. Hi there. You know, moments ago we just we did a little recap of our last episode, just real quick, and I called you the whitest person ever. Also, Chinglish. Do you remember? Chinglish. Do you remember this? No, I don't remember the Chinglish
1: Chinglish one. one I think I remember Chinglish Chinglish racism. I think. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're gonna
0: pause on this. I'm really sorry, people. We're 10 minutes in. I understand this, but we need to eat some fucking food because Daniel has been taking an extremely, a preposterously large amount of time to cook something that's student food I'll just take that plate back then no now. no you won't You won't. no no we won't no no we won't have any of that now <laughs> by the hand that feeds you yeah <laughs> thank you very much for the food we will eat do you want some wine we bought some wine I will have some wine as well yeah it's, some, it's a good Bordeaux I got ripped off at Marks and Spencer's i got great drink <laughs> 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 grape juice nigga. grape juice add your own alcohol yeah well yeah did you put uh, did you put wine in this? There's wine in that. As There's well. wine in this. I'm right. I was like, hopefully that was I was expecting that. Is it wine or rosé? No, Rogue There's uh, wine. There's red wine. Yeah, it's good, good. All right, cool. Well, we're going to hit pause on this bad boy. We're going to eat some shit and then we're going to food time. We're going to do this. Cool. I
2: will bring a plan.
0: All right. Thank you very much, sir. Nice. It smells good. All right, I'll put his pause on, guys. I do apologize, but we have food here. And we're back. Hello, hello. I know. So, that must sound really weird to everybody else, because it's like, we paused it, and then now, like, oh, and we're back. For us, like, half an hour has gone by, we (laughs) ate. For everybody else, it's like, it's instantaneous.
1: Nice bit of time dilation, can't go wrong.
0: Yeah, so it's good. It's like like time travelling. It's all good, man. Yeah, man. Um, What were we talking about? We were fucking, I don't remember what we were talking about before, but we were talking about Japan moments ago.
1: Yeah, we were talking (laughs) about accountability and how they're so efficient as a country and how they're probably one of the only... Post-apocalyptic kind of you know societies that exist right now. I mean, maybe you can count you can count Chernobyl as well. But I guess there's a flourishing economy, Japan's done pretty well considering the Chernobyl's
0: not. Chernobyl's. There's not really
1: a community around Chernobyl, but you know yeah. people were affected by it, and people have tried to make a life from surviving I the would radiation, totally love to go the
0: there. fallout. There, I'd love to go do the, <sighs> uh, the you know the little tourist. Yeah, they do.
1: is it safe now?
0: Uh, I'm sure it must be Well, parts of it must safe. be I think safe Yeah they save parts, parts of it safe Because they can They put people Like they take them On these little Like the urban oh, Yeah, fuck, I God, mean, Urban I think it's I'd, what it's
1: called I'd hate to go there And then just I don't know 10 years down the line Find out you get like A third leg Or like a Or like a fifth Fucking Fifth limb somewhere else But it's
0: never Fuck no But it's never that cool <laughs> No <laughs> It's never like
1: Or you become oh my an God. X-Man
0: yeah, but it's never that cool. It's like, oh, radiation. Oh, you're going to die. It's game over for you. It's never like, oh, you got radiation prone? Like, here's some fucking spider power. It's like... It's <laughs> not, it's just, my you, spidey senses are tingling. Yeah, you don't get shit, that I got, shit uh, man. And that's what I was like. When I was younger, I always thought like, oh, so if I get irradiated by some shit, I'm going to turn into the Hulk or an X-Man. I have a fucking metal adamantium claws coming out of my shit. No, no, you just get fucking radiation. Like, mm. Radiation pausing you die. A really well, horrible death.
1: In relation to what we were talking about earlier about flights and business and economy and stuff, so human brain or sorry, the human skull is kind of designed to deflect a lot of uh, UV radiation from the sun. Problem is, when you're flying business, your bo- your whole body is stretched out if you're in that position for most of the flight, so you're more prone to the sun's radiation than you were if you were just sat in a seat with but your doesn't
0: head. Doesn't the plane? drop like does, aren't they coated or some shit isn't that the title yeah thing?
1: no, there, there is some coating but it doesn't deflect all of it because like I mean you see it with the air stewardesses like a lot of them the ones that have spent time in the air like you know I hate to say it but a lot of them do end up look like looking like wallets like just <laughs> old old leathery wallets uh, isn't like, that
0: just also like the recycled air that they well of course like the air's like, you know the
1: air's bad Like, but I, I think a lot of it must be down to exposure to UV like
0: I know a they couple look, of air stewardesses. And yeah, no, I so
1: do I. I, I. I know some that are, you know... Uh, I know one in particular that's, like... Uh, uh, she's 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 relatively young. But I also, like, you know, because I fly a lot, I see a lot of the same people. Do they recognise you? Yeah, I'd say some of them do. Like, we have conversations on on different flights. We're like, oh, oh, shit, it's you. Like, where are you going to? You know, what are you doing this time? And, and then like,
0: you're kind of like, hey, hook me up with... Uh, some fucking extra wine and shit. <laughs> hey, so, hold on. Explain, um, speaking of flights, you there was a picture that you took. You know which one I'm talking about, right? The one with the private jet? I didn't take that photo. Someone took it yeah. and you were walking away from it. You had like luggage. So you were actually on a private jet? Yeah. Yeah? What's yeah. that like? It's
1: the complete opposite of doing like a, a normal commercial flight. Well, I've, I mean, I got As that, in, in terms of like what you can and can't do like how like you don't they don't care about your phone being on they don't care about you standing up during I mean obviously like they recommend you sit down when plane's taken off but, but
0: they don't so, care about that on in first and business class though either if your phone's on they don't give you like you like, yeah yeah exactly kind of like, Listen, so, I paid four grand for these seats yeah exactly so,
1: yeah that's what I mean I mean you know it's totally a, a way of being able to control the the, the people in the economy like you know the, the cattle it's a yeah, way of sure. having their attention fully so that if anything does go wrong, they can say, right.
0: you know I don't give a shit about that sort of stuff? I, they even put, you know, like, so when I flow an economy, like I will like, yeah, I will accept the responsibility of having a fucking, uh, a, a fire, like, you know, exit door seat. I like, no, what? <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm gonna fucking accept responsibility? Like, I'm getting the. I'm gonna tip the fuck out of that plane as quickly and take like me and mine as quickly as possible. Fuck everybody. Else. Are you talking about
1: an exit row? Yeah, that's yeah.
0: it. You know, they're like, "Oh, are you?" They yeah, but they,
1: they they make sure that they had that conversation with you so that that's been signed off the list. Like, yeah, yeah, but in reality, buy, I've that, seen that, some see, of these see, dickheads. That see, that's account. That's fucking. accountability there. Yeah, yeah, is like making let's sure be, that... But
0: hold on, hold, oh, okay. I understand. There's there's a level of accountability. But if the pilot's like smoking, we forgot them. We're going down. Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, well, I'm fucking responsible. I'm gonna be like, babe, let's go. Like, oh yeah, of everybody course, else of on course. this plane. That's I'm the out. thing.
1: Like it's and and the thing is, I hate talking. I hate thinking about it because I fly so much. But it's inevitable. Like I, you know, I, I end up at like sometimes I end up in a hotel and like you know after like searching the internet you end up in a dark corner where you start watching like air crash investigation and stuff it's weird and how, i've got a flight to catch go? the next day like they human you do that sometimes... Dude, that's
0: fucking retarded <laughs> dude no, i know but sometimes it happens like
1: and and I'm, I'm thinking to myself what's wrong with me like why am i you know why am i so attracted to this that you know this idea that at any point this flight could just you know something some shit could go wrong
0: Do you think... Here's an honest question, right? Yeah. Here's a real, like, honest question. Is it the thrill
1: of it, maybe? I don't know.
0: No, I mean, like, do you... How do you feel, you as a person, like, knowing you, real honest, right? How do you feel that you would deal with being in a fucking plane on the way down, like...
1: So I've thought about it so many times, and I've thought about where...
0: I guess you do more flying than the average person that I know. Yeah, but, like,
1: I've thought about it in the sense that, okay, maybe maybe there is a way to survive it depending on the circumstance depending but you'd have to really be aware of where the plane is where it's heading to if it's going to land in water if it's heading into a mountain you know if it's going to fail on takeoff
0: but you're not going to right? know any of that shit sitting in like
1: well no i mean it all depends on where you are in the plane as well like you know this you know Does everyone I've...
0: likes to be like the star of their own movie and what i mean <laughs> by that is like you know how people are like oh if there was a zombie apocalypse I'd be like no you wouldn't do anything dude you're dead like yeah like you yeah. have no cardio like you don't know how to you know, you don't know how to fashion weapons yeah, how you don't have to
1: stuff. fight yeah you don't exactly. have to
0: fight like dude you're like they're like yeah, oh I fine. would do ju- I would just totally like I would go on some renegade rampage and kill something like no you're no, not right, you're dude, gonna die
1: I'd, I'd, be the, I'd be the first to admit that if in that situation I would probably shit my pants like in in all fairness
0: oh yeah I'm, I'm screaming like a girl <laughs> yeah dude
1: I don't care like if I, do, I, if, I, if I, do I know the face. planes, if I know the planes going down, I would try and turn my phone on and relay some kind of message to people.
0: If you, uh, you know, when you eat a lemon, yeah, right, you make that really face, like yeah, you just screw face yeah. Like that's the face I would make on the way down. I'm just be like, oh, we're <laughs> the we're fucking skip over. but
1: then a part of me has also thought that maybe I could just totally switch off and be like, "fuck it, just enjoy the ride." Wow. <laughs> It's dark. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not in that sense, because like you're going down. Like there is no other alternative. Like why make it any harder than it is?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the worst ones. Is, like you know what gets me when I think about flying is like uh, you know how planes just go missing. Yeah, like MH thirty-seven
1: zero. Yeah, oh God.
0: Like how weird is that? And like the story. So I've got a. i have got I met a dude who's a pilot, and we were talking about. Uh, a ghost plane and not i'm not talking about like, Ooh, ghosts I'm, i mean like there was a um there was a, a greek airline i can't remember what it was but basically they were flying and like they forgot to switch something off so the pressure in the cabin basically everybody passed out on the plane like even the oxygen mask came down it didn't do anything because it was like not pressurized correctly mm-hmm. and it was switched to, like manual and then, like, these, they scrambled, like, two jets flying next to this plane, and they were, like, the pilots matched the airspeed and looked at the, the person who was in the plane, and he was just, like, pointed down, like, we're going down. And he was, like, a, a he was an air steward uh, who had um, managed to, like, wake up. But, because he, he used to be like a military or something, so he's, maybe his physique was a little bit... His fitness so obviously better.
1: everyone passed out because the pressure was... Yeah, yeah, yeah the pressure. So, rise, like, yeah.
0: but he still, they all died. Like, yeah. it was oh, the worst fuck. crash in, in, like, in airline, Greek airline history or some shit. Fuck. But like, fuck.
1: Man. So I heard a theory about MH370 Um. that it got locked in... In like an automated route, on, on some kind of automated route, so all the compute, all the electronics just locked locked out. Pilots couldn't do anything, couldn't touch any of the controls, wouldn't do anything, and the plane just kept was like locked on some circle. But they just but The weird sea. thing about and it then, is that
0: they turned off the transponder, which is what like tells the people like people searching for the plane where the plane is. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So someone manually had to turn that off because it doesn't turn off on its own. And that's the weird thing about it is, like, like, with that specific plane is, like, that got turned off. So nobody knows where that plane is. Yeah. It's completely missing. And they're, all the souls on the plane, like, that's what they call them. They're all, like, they're all ghost, like Swayze. <laughs> Patrick. So it's fucked because nobody can explain, like, what happened. And some people are saying maybe it was, like, a military test gone wrong where, like, they fired some missiles and they hit that plane, and they didn't mean to hit that plane. But then,
1: but then that still doesn't answer the question of why turn the transponder off. Exactly. Why? So that's obviously some kind of internal, some kind of internal conflict gone on there, or and he was caught in the crossfire. But why <laughs> would they turn off?
0: So again, but is like that a... it?
1: Has is that for real though? That what? they is that been substantiated that the, the transponder? transponder got yeah, turned yeah, yeah,
0: dude. Yeah, like uh, oh fuck, hold on. Um, did I bring it in with me? I might have left it um, in the fucking car. My iPad. Um like I was just going to bring up the facts I can't do it on my phone because I'm using it but um, yeah like something about the transponder or some shit and they turned it off and that was the that's the weird thing about it like because once they turned it off the, the plane went like off the radar so they couldn't find it so they don't know where to even start looking because it's gone
1: that's what it looks. 370 The bane
0: of the bane of this fucking podcast is the silence that comes in while we start looking for data. We're like, oh, we just fucking check on this. Wow, this
1: is crazy. Yeah, that's 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 for real then.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know. I was talking like I said, I was talking to a pilot about when it. Went missing uh, after week. the
1: transponder was shut off.
0: Yeah. So they can't track it.
1: So this is on the independent. Hang on, I wonder if it it's a load.
0: Sorry guys for the silence. We're just bringing up some facts,
1: some facts.
0: But yeah, it's a strange, uh, it's a strange turn of events. Like what happens, what happened in that instance, nobody knows. The only people that I know are the people on the plane. Oh. And then uh, yeah, it's fucked. It's like, you know, like some people believe that maybe nine uh, eleven was a uh, conspiracy, it was an actual like it was a black, uh, it was false flag attack. And believe that the the people in the, in the the actual plane were like involved in the uh, in the the trade center some people don't even fucking believe that the trade center were was uh, was even planes they think it was bombs
1: yeah I mean
0: like I will say this the, the the pentagon one is suspect that's a
1: missile dude come on let's, that's a
0: missile for sure dude. The, <laughs> you butter. don't
1: have to be like a, a fucking scientist to work that one out you just you look know, at you look at the, the story s- look at the whole.
0: do you know the story behind the pentagon one which is so fucked up
1: what that they uh they they fired the missiles themselves, but what was the reason they? they okay,
0: were... so what's really fucked up is um, the day before 9-11, so September tenth. I think the Secretary of Defense, again, it, it, this is fact, this is on record. Yeah, they posted that like a trillion dollars had gone missing. Oh
1: yeah, of course.
0: Like money, yeah, like yeah, money yeah. for defense budgets had gone missing, and then they had gonna post some big investigation, and then. 9-11 happened and then the pentagon was also attacked and then in the part of the pentagon that was blown up was exactly where all that per fucking documentation yeah it's the same
1: it's the same with the world trade centers
0: yeah probably yeah. i don't know, know about yeah. all, the, all the
1: all the paperwork that's in there all the documentation regarding taxes and 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 you know and people's people's investments
0: Gone, yeah, Just ghost. Just gone. And this, so this ghost. is what people are saying, well, Swayze. how fucked up is this? Yeah, ghost, yeah, yeah it's me. That's the line, isn't it? It's, ghost like Swayze. Cause... That's it. Finished. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I also feel like, oh, it's, it's, it was really funny until he died. I used to say that shit, and I was like, ghost like Swayze, and then he died, and I'm like, well, it still kind of works, because he's dead. <laughs> right, so
1: I found this thing about the transponder. Right, go. So why were the plane's communication systems disabled? MH370's transponder which communicates with the ground, was shut down as the plane travelled from Malaysian air traffic control to Vietnamese-controlled airspace. So, uh, this is before it went offline. Yeah. There does not appeared to be any rational explanation for this, with some aviation experts labelling the pilot's decision to do so extraordinary. Yeah. Fingers have been t- uh, pointed towards malicious intent, either on the behalf of the pilots or an unknown outside player in the scenario realistically it's impossible to know and with the continued absence of the plane's black box we will probably never know the final moments in the cockpit
0: so Fucked it, up. it could be it could be that the plane was never shut down it could be that somebody took over the plane turned the transponder off and told them now you're going to these coordinates fly this plane here and so this
1: then, is a this is a popular theory that i heard around about the time it happened that yeah they landed on Sometimes, some island yeah and you know people obviously everyone's Passports got taken off them, and they got I don't know turned into lizards or some shit. Island of Doctor Moreau lost.
0: They all ended up. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. It's fucked though. Like uh, you know, um, how that can happen in twenty when that happened twenty fifteen, was it twenty fifteen? Yeah. Yeah. How that can happen? Like two years ago, still we're at the pinnacle of our technological advancements. Yeah, we fucking lose a plane, we just lose it. Yeah, I can find my iPhone anywhere on the fucking planet, as long as it's turned on, like, and, and that shit happens, and we just lose a fucking plane. Like, how do you lose a fucking plane that there has to be some sort of countermeasure to a transponder? Like, I don't understand how a transponder, something that sensitively important, okay, so could just be switched off. In, like, in realistic
1: terms, if you think about insurance and all that, how do you lose a plane? You just have to write it off completely. Yeah. Like, that's the only way you could, on paper, you could, like, make you know, a substantial amount of money and a whole lot of lives, you know, potentially 200 insurance claims disappear. Yeah, that's true. You have to just write it off completely. That's the only, so when, if you think about that in mind,
0: think about the money that's involved. Like, be careful, because we we're going to are going down a fucking conspiracy <laughs> rabbit hole here, man. We are right, fucking dude, talking about conspiracies I'm going to peel back my hair, and there's a tin foil fucking... <laughs> tin foil. If you tin- peel back, you'd be a lizard person. <laughs> I'm actually living in the center of the earth. So, hold on. see so, yeah, fuck it. We're going down this road. Aliens, where did you stand on that shit? Oh,
1: man. Here we go. You
0: know, you do realize
1: you've opened up Pandora's box here. Yeah,
0: that's fine. I've fucking opened Pandora's box. Dude, I watch alien documentaries all the time. You ever heard of Graham Hancock? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. like about the ancient civilizations and shit. Yeah, man. I love his book. I got both. I got Fingerprints of the Gods and I got the newer one, uh, Magicians of the Gods. I'm into that shit. I'm, I'm that guy is like my spirit animal. What do you think of Göbekli Gobek- uh, Tepe? I think I think that shit was built by other people. I don't know. I'm not I'm not like, hey, aliens came down and built that shit because I fucking watched a video the other day of some dude raising like a 13-ton block using wood. And stones, and what he did was—it's well, not the
1: guy that has the, that built that game that that amusement park, where everything's like in, insanely made out of like stone and like.
0: No, no, you're talking. That was an old thing. That's an old one. You know the what guy, I'm talking about? The guy the, used sound. People said, "Oh, he used like a sound box or some shit."
1: Something to basically move these giant yeah, stones yeah. into place. And, so,
0: so the thing I'm talking about is quite recent. And this guy, he like he he believes he knows how. The um, how Stonehenge was built. Okay. And the way what he does is, and it's actually quite ingenious, and I'll show you. um, Is he basically he takes like, if you imagine like a stone, like a big huge block that you can't move. Yeah. yeah. So if you think like a, say this is like, um, say this is your stone, right? This is the big block, yeah. So what he'll do is he'll he'll get like a like a wooden thing, like a frame. And yeah. he uses leverage to lift it a little bit. Okay, yeah, and He'll yeah. take like a pebble, like a stone, because this is quite it's compact, and he'll slip it underneath. And now it rotates on an axis, so you can turn it on a pebble, right? And then he'll take another one and put another one there, and he'll just go like that, rotate it, and rotate it, and rotate it, and rotate it until he moves it to where he wants it to go. Then what he'll do is he'll take like a maybe if he can fit like a piece of wood underneath, he wants to lift it, right? So he'll put a piece of wood in the middle. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a seesaw. Yeah, okay. And then he'll stand on one side. So- one like side. Put yeah, weight on one on side, and put and a piece put of more wood there, in there, and then do that yeah. all the way up until it's raised. That's insane. But it makes perfect sense. So, like, when people are like, oh, how did they move the blocks? Well, yeah. I mean, this guy fucking does it. And he's using he's using primitive tools. He's using stones and pieces of wood and planks of wood that he just slides in. And he'll just... And then so he's got this huge, like, obelisk-style block that weighs, like, 13 tons. And he's like, I want to raise it straight. So what he does is he digs digs a ditch, wets the ground, and he's just used it like a seesaw, and he's just doing this until finally he can, like, tip it. And then he'll start – so if he wants to get it back in this place here, like, if he wants to get it in the hole, he's like, okay, well, I need to make it slant. So to do that, he'll gather buckets of, like, sand – and he'll go on one side and drop it and walk over, jump off, pull a plank out because now it's tipped so he can lift the plank out and then it will drop a little bit. And then he'll walk the other side and he'll do that and he'll just rock it back and forth until he's able to do it. It's fucking, it's pretty smart. On like. his own? Yeah, on his own. He does it all on his own.
1: So do you think like similar kind of, similar meth- methodology could have been applied to say the pyramids or? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
1: if you try and like you know go away from the idea that it was built by, you know, higher intelligence or you know guided by higher intelligence.
0: Well, okay. So the thing with the pyramids is, fuck, we're going down a rabbit hole. But the thing with the (laughs) thing with the pyramids is that they weren't built by slaves. They were. They had to be built by master craftsmen Mm -hmm. because the way they were built is not somebody who is told what to build. It's somebody who believes in their craft, like. If you're asking me to believe that you can build a, uh, can,
1: but are you talking about the inside or the outside? Both, both, the whole, th- the whole lot, yeah,
0: the, the whole lot. Because, uh, okay, so you know the pyramid has eight sides, mm-hmm. not four, yeah. right? And you can see it during the equinox, yeah, the summer solstice. Yeah, yeah, so and it got caught during a world war. Like some pilot took a picture of it during the summer solstice, where like it's in between the longest day and the longest night, or some shit. Mm. And the sun caught it at the right angle, and you can see it's actually got eight sides to the pyramid, very subtle, but it's there. And uh like that's built mathematically. It's closer to the true north than anything else, like magnetic north. Yeah,
1: it lines up with uh, which stars which constellation is it? It's not Leo. a constellation, it's a... the
0: the constellation of Leo lines up with the Sphinx.
1: No way. Yeah, it does. I, it. I know I know the there's the three in, in Giza. The three pyramids and with, the Sphinx and yeah. the Sphinx and all the, so those four objects line up with so is that is that Leo then is that
0: yeah so they lined, it lines up perfectly with Leo it's like a it's like a astronomical clock mm. and so um, and basically it's almost like as if it's a if you account for like the drifting of the stars because of the expansion of the universe it's like you can time as to when when it all lines up when it was actually using modern technology when, when in the, it was when, built yeah because it points to the stars like the way it aligns and we do that now the hoover dam has that so the guy who created the hoover dam who like who built it who designed it built in something that points to the stars that matches the constellations at the time it was built so that future people can tell when it was built if we lost all other technology yeah so if you would go
1: back to the stars back when it was Bill, go it flat would match far up enough, with yeah. the
0: constellation that's currently yeah. sitting at that time that's pointing at in the Hoover Dam so yeah. that was like a re- that was his way of saying like I'm going to immortalise this in time that's great yeah. this is how I'm going to do it so they were, he obviously did that with the pyramid <coughs> well yeah, allegedly um, and they're like it's heterogeneous like it's earthquake proof mm. like it, it's heterogeneous taking blocks from different sizes and putting them together but they're cut from like the quarry from where they're cut it's like 500 miles away so
1: transporting it is transporting
0: uh, it. It's a it's a fucking feat. It's a big monumental feat to do to transport that level of stone from one yeah. place. And not to not another. just for
1: one monument, but you know multiple monuments plus well, things. It
0: weighs six million tons, or there's six million stones, or something like that, and that's what it weighs. And it's the diameter of eight football pitches, I think, if I'm right. Like that's how big the pyramid like the is. The footprint
1: is on the floor. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it's
0: also like how dangerous is it? It's like if you go up. Say you're like building the pyramid. You know, if you fall, you're falling forever. Yeah. There's no stopping. You're on a fucking pyramid. You're going to hit that all the way down. Yeah, There's no stopping. Yeah, you'll yeah, fall. yeah. Okay. That's fucking dangerous. Like, nobody thinks about that. Like, oh, if yeah, you try to find. then climb You wonder pyramid... how
1: many people perished in making yeah, it. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Like, um, and they expect everyone to expect you to believe, like, oh, and they did it with copper chisels and granite stones. Like, really? You're telling me you did it in 20 years and you built these monuments that, that are like perfectly built that have survived and they, they want everyone to expect like Egyptologists expect people to believe that they were built around the same time whilst other human beings were built were walking around in fucking animal skin in the world these fucking people were so, building pyramids
1: but then you also have to think about the amount of time it would have taken them to do that now, 20 years
0: they say the Egyptologists say it took 20 years 20
1: years now 20 years you couldn't achieve... I, I still don't think you would be able to achieve that with just no. a handful of master craftsmen no no way you'd need them to be to be guiding and instructing like a whole horde of a horde of people
0: well they i think they worked out like if 20 years they would need to every 2 minutes they'd have to quarry cut and lay one of those stones in every 2 minutes for it to be done in 20 years in 2 minutes
1: yeah well that's on the assumption of what working like Working all, seven, that, all the time. All yeah, the time, basically. seven days a week. So. Well,
0: they, so the the way they did it was, um, it's all about like getting good at what you do. And what, what we mean by that is, let's say for example, you, uh, do you ever play Super Meat Boy?
1: Oh yeah, I remember okay, that game.
0: Right. So <laughs> Super Meat Boy on the fucking PlayStation, yeah. right? I, I think I must, have, I've played those levels so many times that when I went to a friend's house, Yeah and they had never played it because they said it was too difficult but I, I got good at it very good at it I, I got to mm-hmm. the last level very quickly because I'm like yeah I remember how to do this yeah. because once I learned the process you just need quick reflexes for that game it's yeah just... but it's, it's all about learning how to do something once you yeah. know how to do it you can replicate that over and over again it's the same way of like you may it may take you a really long time to learn how to cut quarry and put those blocks in the exact same space and but once them. you're there but once you know yeah. then you can whip that out and you can yeah. go bang 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 it's just following the process over and over again until you're done the question i have is how do you build something that's so big and then raise those blocks to that height which I nobody can tell you how they've done it like, yeah they still can't you can build the base but how do you, are you gonna? how would you even raise that block all the way to however fucking tall it is those blocks right at the top like how do you do that and they weigh tons like they weigh like four cars weight how, worth how high
1: is the pyramid is it 60 meters
0: I have no idea I don't know how high it is but regardless it's it, at one point it was the tallest monument on the planet
1: let's have a look how high how high is the pyramid? <laughs> if I could spell pyramid of Giza. The question is, is
0: how high? How high is Tory right now? <laughs> Not as
1: high as this pyramid. I'll tell you. Oh, okay. I was well off. Yeah, 139 meters high.
0: There you go. I would double what you estimated. <laughs> it's huge, man. It's yeah, it's massive. So it's uh, yeah. So some people believe like the alien, like the f- well, you know. Okay, so you know they've never found tombs inside those pyramids, right? Uh, so a lot of people believe they were like I think it was the tomb for the pharaoh Coffrey. Aren't there tombs there? But they're empty. No, there's no. There are no tombs there. No, they've never excavated any tombs in those. There, there are no tombs. They said there were burial, burial tombs, but there, there were never any.
1: So what are they? They're chambers or some sort. Yeah, they're just
0: chambers. Chambers in there like nobody really knows what they are some guy I remember hearing about this online some dude he um, he made a video about um, and it was it's like a video of him first person like with a GoPro yeah and it's him like building a robot and then traveling to uh, traveling to uh, like all first-person view getting on the plane traveling all the way to Egypt you see and it's all like cut and then he gets to Egypt takes the robot that he built puts it in like gets to some part of the pyramid pulls like gets blocks apart and shit puts the robot in and it goes down like a little passageway and then as it gets to the end it looks like there's like a room and then the video stops and it just says um, pay me five million dollars or I release the rest of the video what? yeah where was that? Uh, it was out online a little while ago like you have 24 hours to pay me five million dollars right or i release the rest of the video and i think they released the rest of the video but it's just still very grainy but it shows that there's like a room at the end or some shit and he put it out on wide release so for people to be like hey like maybe somebody in charge like what what Graham hancock says is that he says there's like four five millionaires that are current like billionaires that are currently funding all the research out there and they won't let people, like, they stop people from having certain licenses because they want control of the way it's excavated and the pyramids and stuff. And, like, he believes there's, like, chambers underneath the sphinx that need to be excavated and there's, like, a copper door or some shit, uh, like a door with copper handles and stuff that people have found that some guy from the BBC, like, got banned because he had, like, some robot. They had, like, this really expensive robot and this is around, like, the 90s. And he, he was like, I've got this... I We've found some chamber at the end of this little fucking tunnel that this robot can go through. And then they refused to let him back. And he even offered... He's like, take the fucking robot, go there yourself, video it, release what's in there. And they were like, nope. Oh, it's, it's a guy called... He's the, the head of Egyptian antiquities, a guy called Zahi Hawass. Yeah, I know that shit. <laughs> um, and like he he then had a debate with graham hancock and graham hancock embarrassed him and that dude just walked out of the debate that was recently where like because he keeps calling this dude out he's like you keep fucking suppressing intelligence to people that we need to know mm-hmm. and the guy's like and then they had some debate and then graham hancock just fucking straight up embarrassed him and this is what i like about graham hancock is a lot of people go oh, he's talking shit it's not this is not that like he's very open-minded where he's like i just believe that that we are not talking about something i'm not saying it's aliens i just don't believe that we're not talking about something and he's like offers anyone anyone debate me let's do it bring it yeah yeah. this is where i'll be
1: come and fucking
0: bring your crew my just shoots them down yeah he's like my crew v your crew will do this shit like fucking you got served and and he's like let's do it and then nobody's ever won they always lose (laughs) Because he just makes them look like fools and he's like because cause he, he believes like genuinely believes, like if we fucking expose some this shit you guys are going to have to rewrite history books and they don't want to do that shit because yeah, that's like,
1: the problem though I mean again it's the status quo
0: isn't it nobody wants to question well, it well yeah
1: because there's so there's so many people getting paid off it
0: yeah exactly of getting paid off the current narrative and I that's mean, always telling, the way imagine telling like a fucking Egyptologist who went to university he's a fucking doctorate he did all that shit and then you're telling him like oh by the way everything you learned is bullshit like, we've just rewritten everything. Like, doesn't yeah. that happen now? Yeah, I can you know. guarantee you, I go back to when we were in school, right? And learn half the fucking science information they told us there. And they're like, yeah, none of this is right. Like, all the shit you've learned is wrong. Like, you know when you learned about Pluto and Pluto was a planet?
1: Yeah, and well, now it's not.
0: Now it's not. In yeah. the time, in the time that I've been alive, Pluto has not completed one fucking orbit of the sun oh. right and in that time they've gone it's a planet and it's not a planet sorry yeah,
1: yeah. it'll probably be, it'll probably be a planet again by the time yeah
0: yeah by the time it goes back around back. but yeah, the yeah. point is it's like the shit i learned when i was at school isn't is no like, longer relevant i mean a lot of it is but a lot of it isn't like
1: well th- th- this is the, the debate i have a lot of the time with people is that the the current educational system is it's not built for their age the technological age that we're in at the moment and you know like for example the way you're still having to learn about shakespeare and do chapter summaries on some some random book that has no relevance to modern life like they don't teach you how to do your taxes or how to write cv yeah or how to. well they do teach you how to write cv yeah, but not really not really they don't tell you how to conduct yourself in an interview yeah or what to expect even they don't even tell you how to conduct yourself in and amongst people in a social situation like you know there's such a focus on subjects that are catered towards uh, the industrial the industrial age you know for like engineering and for mechanic you know all the mechanical kind of stuff that built the technology that we've got now but there's not really a they haven't really given the freedom for people to have creative thinking in I mean, education they're starting
0: to i will say that i mean obviously i think it's
1: it's getting there because they're
0: now te- teaching coding which is super important like, yeah
1: and like teaching you know future, but, teaching people about programming but you know still to me that's still kind of a drone it's a drone mentality is like yeah let's create let's create drones you know fact before it's factory workers now yeah. it's coders and programmers and so yeah that's awesome yeah, no, yeah I see your point, but yeah. but the the the, the um what, what's the word i'm looking for the uh being able to influence and provoke creative thought in people like that's not there. Like They don't teach that. They don't embrace it. They don't kind of cultivate it or yeah, nurture they're... it at all. They well, it's, shun very,
0: that. Um, it's very like, it's, uh, it's... like there's a narrative and they want you to. Oh yeah, it, totally.
1: Yeah. Like these are the core subjects. Like these are the mandatory things that you have to do in school. Like, you know, there's so much focus on discipline. Like you have to make, make sure you're dear to this uniform. Like, all, all the random bullshit, it's all, you know, control. It's like... I mean, I can understand, like,
0: the need for, like, certain high-level mathematics, especially when you're, like, a fucking engineer. No, no, totally. No,
1: I'm not saying I'm not saying that that's not ne- necessary at all. But I'm, what I'm saying is the focus isn't there to, to you know, kind of influence the, the, the future generations, like, in a way that would benefit society. It's more I, like it's just feeding back into the machine. It's like, I guess like, that's why they, wanna, these... they want to.
0: Some people are talking about rolling out the universal income thing. Yeah, exactly. Because it's kind of like, okay, if we take away the fact that you have to be a drone and go to work, mm-hmm. and we, we pay as a, as a fucking species, like as a, as, a, as a country, we cover all the costs of living. And we give you some sort of universal income for you to be able to support like what will you do as a human being then like what will your creative output be exactly if we have to take if we can take away this mundane drone life that you live will you have will you actually do something creative and I'll be honest with you 90% of people won't they'll just be like shit free money because look gives people give a, there's a lot of people who get free money now I and mean, there's like a huge percentage of people that get free money now
1: yeah so and, like, and you, they're
0: fucking waste people man but do you, waste. so
1: do you think fundamentally that our our advancement in technology and you know where we are in terms of social status and society is growing too quickly for our own emotional you know abilities to be able to deal with it like for example we're we're quite heavily greed driven you know, we our hypothalamus dictates reward all the time. Everything we do is reward driven. So Well, I mean if that, you put money if you put a... if you put money into the equation, it's like like you're saying, like yeah, you give something to someone for free, they're gonna take it. Yeah. Like they're not gonna wanna have to do something for it. Right? Yeah. I
0: mean but we we live in a in a risk reward society. Yeah. But once we... you do that, you can't take that away. Yeah, I know, but that's the problem. Is yeah. that, but that's always going to be ingrained in you, though. But yeah, but is it though? Do you it think? Is.
1: Do you think at some point that will be bred out?
0: No, can't be. It's in you. I don't think you can. It's like, it's like, why do we still have? For example, why do we still have fingernails? Fingernails are useless to us now, but we still have them. Yeah, we can't breed that out for evolution. Over no, but
1: maybe, maybe one day they'll be gone.
0: Maybe I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean. But like there we still, used to have,
1: we used to have a fucking tail.
0: But there are still, yeah. But there are still people that grow tails. Yeah, like, they,
1: they know they still are, but they're not the majority of the population.
0: We, we, but we still have. But those are traits that you cannot. That we're like one chromosome away from still having that. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, like we're not far you're, removed you're, from it. We're still young. Instinct. Your animal instinct the core things that bring you back to whatever you originally were, I don't think you'll ever get rid of that. It's almost like putting a blob of grey in a white tub of paint. Like, it's always going to be there. I
1: think that, no, I, 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 I think I disagree with that because, we're, to me, it's like the human mind, especially, is in a transitional period right now. Purely because we've got two brains. We, we operate on two operating systems, if you think about it. There's the primitive operating system, and, you know, there's, it's almost like running Windows and Mac at the same time. And like there's, there's the, you know, the advanced, the, the free thinking operating system, the primitive one only ever comes into play when the emotions dictate it to do so. So prim-
0: being primitive is, is that primal instinct is, inherent it, yeah, to it's our your, survival it, yeah, it's your, yeah, it's your
1: instinct. It's your survival instinct. It's your sexual instinct. It's your hunger instinct. It's sleep. And it's, you know, your fight for survival. It's it's all of those that only that that is only really exacerbated when your when your inhibitions are around no, Don't you think? Don't you think so that if we you're, need
0: that to progress as a species? Because that's what's kept us alive. Those no, that's
1: got us so far. Yeah, and to the point now where we 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 think we're more civilized than we actually are. So if you think about it, it's almost like humans are faking it till they make it. Like okay. I like that. That they're blagging it. Like they're not quite the civilized species that they think they are but we we think sorry i don't know why i stepped (laughs) up i totally stepped out of my skin there um yeah you know we're not quite the species that uh, the civilized species that we think we are but we're we're working towards it but like you know obviously when people get drunk and people are on drugs like you revert back to your but i still think i I you want to you want to fuck you want to fight i don't want to lose that though
0: I wouldn't want to lose that. I wouldn't, lo- I wouldn't so do want to So do you think me.
1: that is... Do you think that that is, that is the thing... Those are the things that make us human?
0: Yeah. Your feet. your... But do your you not
1: f- think that is just totally just a, a human construct? Like, we, we perceive it that way because our brains... That's the only way our brains can think about it.
0: Maybe. But the problem is, is that things like fighting, like your... Your brain... Your body kicks into it. It's not something you can consciously decide. No. Like, you're the, the... Fighting
1: is a totally natural instinct. Because if you think about what cells do on a on a bacterial level, mm-hmm. they fight each other. So they what fight do you, to survive. So, what so you so... think...
0: So, hold on. So, I'm just trying to gather the core thesis of your point, just so I'm aware. Like, I'm not going to... Not, not to disrespect. I'm just curious. So, you think we should, like, eventually, if we either, we either destroy ourselves or... We get to a point where our base instincts are no longer something that we take into account on a day-to-day basis. Like, 100,000 years, million years down the line, whatever. I oh,
1: know, not not that you wouldn't take them into account, I'd say that... It would. No,
0: no, that they wouldn't come matter. into play at all. Yeah,
1: I'd say we'd eventually get to a point where we grow away from our emotional self. Like th- Vulcans. Y- yeah, they're completely logical. You become completely logical. The only way
0: to to progress to the next level is to become completely logical. But then you but lose, like, but you lose things like art and you know the the way like art and music because well, no. it come from a they well, come from a, no. a base primal uh, see, place. Right? I've,
1: yeah, I've thought about this. So where does creativity come from? But can th- can creativity be logicalized? I think it can. I think you can get to, you can get to such a point that it doesn't need to be. I mean, you know, I think everything will be emotionally driven, purely because we, you know, it's almost like if you think about it on a, in a chemical instance, it's a veil. It's like a it's like a a mask for the human brain to be able to be drawn towards doing certain things. Like you know, that feels good. Oh, I'm you know, if you talk about love being a completely chemical reaction.
0: Yeah, but, but without but okay, but things like love. They, they, they. Uh, something like the the feeling of love can also bring about other forms of creativity, like Romeo and Juliet. I'm mean, just an example, right? Love, so love is crazy. So you have a story of two lost loves, right? Romeo and Juliet, and they do something crazy because of that. Yeah, they kill them. They, they kill, kill each kill other. Kill each other, right? Yeah. And like the hatred hatred is another like because the fight there's the really like you can walk up to the line and call hatred love and love hatred yeah cause of course like the, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah, really it's... fine line between them and it's like you know there's a gray area and people vacation in that area because like think of like when people stab somebody you know when people stab somebody like 50 fucking times yeah there's something sexual about that yeah like it's almost as if like because because they that's what scientists well, you, say but, like, yeah a you're, pen- you're, thing. you're penetrating someone yeah Like so, that's but you're riding the line between love and hate, you know, when you're on that, on that line. And without things like love that stem other forms of, like, mediums that come out of you, like creative mediums that may come from love. Like, people, like, you can't logicalize like, grief. You can't. You can't it's not something you can... And, like, people have written amazing music and poems and, like that can't you can't make that logical because it's a feeling that you have to you have to go through and you can't logicalize grief and love and pain and sadness and that's that for me like if somebody said like so my old man like died in my arms like like a few years ago and i felt that and i blamed myself for it because i couldn't save him and i reviewed i couldn't look at it in a logical way as many people said to me like it was cancer like He he fucking died, like, third time, like, he had cancer and he died in my arms in my house. And the amount of people that logicalised that to me, they're like, you know it's not your fault, right? Like, you understand it's not your fault. And I'm logically, like, I understand it's not my fault. I get it. I know, like, cancer kills people, whatever. Out of my control. But at the same time, I reevaluated who I was and it made me a better person, like, a stronger person. Because I was like, how do I evaluate myself as a human being? Pretty strong. Smart funny whatever right all these things that i would say as little quips or i would use to um uh qualify myself to other people like i'm a smart guy i'm pretty strong i'm pretty smart i use these things to qualify myself those things didn't matter when my dad was dying in my arms yeah do you know what i mean like he's dying no matter how smart i am i can't I can't figure a way around cancer right here and now in the moments that I need to save his life no matter how strong I am I could fight an army but I can't bring him back to life you know and like and I had to go through that grief process for me to realise I am who I am today because of that you can't logicalize something like that. That's yeah, not I something know. you can logicalize. That's not me trying to destroy your argument because I had a grieving situation. No, but no, no, no. Grief is something like, for me anyway, like obviously it's, it's consequential, subsequential to different people. But for me, like if somebody was like, you need to logicalize that grief. And they were like, I know how to logical, I can understand like fucking cancer. There's nothing I could do. But from that, I, I grew as a person. And if you were like... You looked at it on the logical base form... You're never going to learn from that. You're never going to grow as a human being. Well, yeah. Again, it's human being. Yeah. Like but part of being a human being is... Being angry. Because I was. I was angry. I blamed myself. I was depressed. I wanted to fight the world. I was very primal. I cried. I went back. You know when they say like you go through the stages of grief? Yeah. Like I went through those stages. And then I fucking went backwards. And I would start. And it doesn't happen in order. There were days where I would just be like. i just fucking cry. I don't know why. So.
1: Going back to what I just reiterated there. About human being. Do you not think that. Those two words in themselves are self-limiting. Like. I'm not.
0: What do you mean, human being, human doing?
1: Or? No, no, no. Just like, you know, we refer to ourselves as a human being. We look at the humanity of things and we try and gauge things on a human, you know, on a human basis. Everything we know is a, a construct of our own human minds. Yeah. We call ourselves human. Like, yeah. But what if we remove that label and just thought of ourselves as, you know, as, I don't know, receptors of the universe? or energy, or what have you. Would that, do you think in removing the label of human being, like, we might, it might change, it might be like a paradigm shift in the way we think about ourselves? Absolutely,
0: I agree with that. But then, but that goes away from from your point of logicalizing things, because if you start opening yourself up to other avenues of like, I don't know, a fucking spiritual awakening, I guess. But it
1: could be logical to do that. Uh... In some roundabout way. Imagine if you've tried all the possibilities of of where we could evolve from this point. And then, I don't know, who's to say that it, it wouldn't be a case of getting to the point where we lose the label of human being and just become, a, you know, a being of the universe.
0: or. But you could, I mean... The label only exists because we have to define ourselves in our own universe. Yeah, because otherwise we wouldn't understand it. Yeah, like I mean, I mean,
1: we, we probably would understand it. We'd have no way of being able to refer to ourselves in the third person.
0: Like you know, we yeah, human being. But you that. have to give yourself a. You have for you to start understanding your universe. You need to understand that you don't. You are not the centre of it. Therefore, you have to remove yourself from the first person. And look at... For you to see the bigger picture, you have to move... Go into the third person to see how you fall into the whole structure. It's like... Like, if I'm this fucking Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You
1: need to be on the outside looking in. uh, Yeah, I
0: need to... For me to be like, okay, so at the moment... My world, as I look at it, is this pot and yeah. and like this table with a few beers on it and a yeah. bottle of wine and some fucking weed and that's it, right? But if I if I come into the third person where I look at where I sit in this universe, this is my universe, and I sit here and I go out and I go, oh shit, hold on, there's like there's more here, and then there's more here, and then if I can go outside, there's more there.
1: And then you so, look back at your your own world and you realise that it's
0: it's insignificant
1: it's insignificant and that's
0: how and that the thing is, is some people can't deal with that though like
1: flat earthers it,
0: no forget yeah I mean that's fucking that's another fucking whole cat of fish but like have <sighs> you, you ever heard the phrase like you were, you're either alone in the universe mm. or you're not alone in the universe but both answers are terrifying well yeah of course <laughs> because, because it's either like we're not alone and we don't know what's out there or you are alone and it's fucking that's really sad because there's nothing else and if the universe is ever expanding then we're fucking we're yeah. fucked
1: like yeah no no that's true I mean the thing is like I think generally the speaking what are we talking about well, no, no, right no, 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 no. it's a valid thing because I think the human mind is wired in such a way that it doesn't self-destruct upon thinking those thoughts like you cannot imagine nothingness like the concept of it you cannot imagine it, because when you imagine it, it's st- it's still something.
0: Well, it's like infinity, right? How do you imagine what infinity looks like? Because every time you look out into the sky, in that night, you're yeah. looking at infinity. But our visual representation of infinity is just a never-ending loop. It's like
1: you just you know you just keep on going and going and going and going. That's the way our brains would interpret. Yeah, yeah. It. But like I think the idea of nothingness is you know it's our brains way of being able to protect itself because. I think if you, if if your brain was able to uh, to see or comprehend nothingness, I don't think our emotion, you know, the I don't think our emotional uh, psyche psyche would be able to take it. I think it would. It would yeah, crumble. I
0: agree with you. But you have to. I think you have to put these constructs in place for you to understand it. It's the same way, like. Yeah, it's like language. It's, yeah. It's you know. like how. Um, okay so i'm using this just as an example right but it's how like um you know when people believe that ancient alien thing Mm. right and they said like oh the gods came down on chariots of fire right or um, they came down on dragons of fire okay well or they came down like on a giant bird right but he may have come down on a fucking spaceship the only thing they have to compare that to in yeah, their, bird. In their yeah, yeah. world is a bird, right? They're yeah. like birds fly. Well, this guy flies. It's like bird. The,
1: it's like the plane that flew over that tribe, uh, and the tribe tried to like throw spears at it and like try to shoot it down with arrows. It's like, you know, they obviously think it's a bird, like
0: yeah. And they could take it down with arrows. Yeah. But that's the same way, like for you to, we have to create these constructs for you to be able to understand them yeah. until you're until we technologically advance to the next stage. Then we can be like. Then we can define it again.
1: Well, see, this is the this is the thing. It's like you know, uh, the the Kardashev scale. The what? The Kardashev scale. I don't know what that is. It's uh, it's basically a scale to define civilizations. Right. So okay. I think what we're at the moment is a sub a subtype civilization, which is you know a civilization that's still dependent on fossil fuels and you know still driven. Heavily driven by a money-based economy and yeah, all this stuff. Yeah. And then the next one up is a Type 1 civilization. So this is a civilization that has completely harnessed the power of its own planet and uses renewable uh, fuel energy, But basically everything that we we should be aspiring to.
0: Like perpetual energy. Yeah, yes. and all that
1: stuff. And then the next level up, I think, is a interplanetary civiliz- type civilization, so a Type 2. And this civilization is able to harness the power of its own star
0: you know what's really weird you know how like um creating like we i i do just having just you saying that has kind of made me realize like i'm mad enough to admit that maybe i'm wrong um kind of made me realize that you are kind of right because we do create limitations on ourselves for example you know how you're like we create move to a type one where we can like we're no longer dependent on fossil Mm. fuels for example yeah but well, that's we, money
1: that's money driven that's it's all it's not it is. just
0: that it's we've created uh, a law against it anyway because it's the law of thermodynamics law of therm- thermodynamics states that perpetual motion machines cannot exist because for example if i created a machine that looped water around okay the first law of thermodynamics would mean i can't create more energy than it takes for that to spin been, yeah. so i can't plug in a battery i can't plug in something else because it will only the energy it creates is only the energy it creates for it to spin around it doesn't create energy for it to spin around plus a little bit more for me to do that eventually it's going to stop and the second law of thermodynamics is friction friction because you need to maintain that machine so because of because of friction that being one of the forces that applies on a perpetual motion machine you you eventually will break therefore it makes it not a perpetual motion machine does that make sense yeah so until we can overcome that thought pattern of like these two laws are the ones that are holding us back for example we will never be able to to go further than that And well, yeah, the thing is well, because yeah. we have those laws in place we refuse to go further and go actually let's try to find a way around this but it always comes back to that law like some people are saying oh, you can't travel faster than the speed of light
1: hmm.
0: well how the fuck do you know well, but this we don't is, know what's going to happen a million years yeah, from Yeah, but now. This, is,
1: this is the thing. Like Stuff like that is like, you know, it's only it's only proven right until proven wrong.
0: Yeah.
1: And like, you know, eventually we'll come to a point where there are loads of things in our own understanding where we think, oh shit, we've been barking up the wrong tree the whole time. You know, who's doing
0: well, it now? Well, yeah, but who's, <laughs> to, gonna
1: who's to say, like, our total understanding of reality is completely wrong? Like, it might transpire one day down the line that, you know, our senses are only, you know, like... We're only using like 10% of what we can actually...
0: Dude, this... You know, I was having this conversation the other day with my girlfriend about what we see in mm. our universe around us. Yeah, yeah. And, and how like, it actually is. Well, yeah. I mean, well, it's not just how it actually is specifically, but like think of the way what you see and what you smell and what mm. you taste and what you touch, right? And how different
1: like, that is to the next person.
0: Or no, not just the next person, but animals. Yeah. Like you see how like... Fuck, that was your... I was yeah. cracked. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, fuck dude you <laughs> see a doctor about that um but you see like you know when you talk about uh dogs being able to smell like a hundred times more than what a human can smell like what the fuck can they smell yeah like what can you know like hawks can like see they have like this like, oh okay dude vision, yeah eagles man and like, they can yeah. see like real sharp and they you know their eyes don't move right it's the head that moves
1: yeah i watched a gopro uh uh shot the other day so and the it one was that's
0: trapped on the back of the eagle
1: On the, oh it's on this eagle man and there's eagle just flying over this like just off a mountain and it comes down and out of nowhere it just swoops you just see like you know it, it's heading closer towards the ground and then you just see this outline and like, this rodent and all here it's like ah! yeah and then there yeah.
0: but imagine like okay, I so would never
1: you, you don't spot it when you're looking at the, the eagle's point of view from the GoPro you're like Oh yeah, it's just the horizon and like but some... what he
0: sees is food and it's insane the the vision but imagine Imao, imagine what he what that bird can see like what do you think he can see auras you know how like animals can yeah. smell fear,
1: yeah, and like pheromones, like, and, yeah. yeah. Like, so like, know. can
0: he see like a, the aura of a human or an animal? Can he see heat? See, like, you don't know what a fucking bird sees. You know, when people the like,
1: electrical signals coming yeah. off a human being.
0: Do you know like when birds are like, oh, when people like, oh, dogs see in black and white. How the fuck do you know if dogs see black and white? You don't know, yeah. fucking dog. When was the last time you had a conversation with a dog? <laughs> like, you know, you don't, you don't know. Like, but, yeah, no, that's that, you know, that's right. Like, I mean, obviously, they're just assuming based on what you know what black and white is but you don't know what else he can see yeah and how he perceives his universe yeah like and
1: I think a lot of his universe is based on what he can smell yeah so like absolutely. you know you know like in um, uh, Daredevil
0: yeah where he can hear yeah
1: obviously his hearing can build up a visual representation in, in, in his mind's eye like I'm sure you know if you lose all your senses and all you've got left is your smell I'm sure your smell would be able to it, it would become your universe your dreams would become a uh, a memory of smelling th- of smelling things. Yeah. surely
0: Well, I mean, smells are smells are highly um, are known, like factually known to, to be able to bring back memories. Yeah. Well. I, I wake
1: up sometimes with the smell of like smoke in my in my nose. Like I'm just like I wake up I'm like like you know like you're, you're on a fire like that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. that kind of thick smoke. You're like
0: I've had it, mate. I have. I do it sometimes when I smell something and I think I'm back in Thailand. Yeah that smells like yeah, a, yeah, that yeah, smells yeah, like yeah, the yeah. beach where I was there that yeah, one day and I get, remember
1: it triggers memories man it's like it's crazy but all of that is perception all of that is in your mind yeah like you know who's to say that it's not a simulation like some scientists believe that oh, the universe we're living in is a simulation a symmetrical well they call it the matrix
0: of... right there I've heard a lot of this they call it, some people call it the glitch in the matrix mm. when they see something that's not quite right mm. and they're like hold on a minute what? yeah but you know, you're, you know your, your own eyes make up what's actually happening yeah yeah like,
1: yeah like that, I, that's I, hence sleight of hand like how magicians be able to you know trick you because they're moving so quick and they're distracting you to the point that your eyes are so focused on one thing everything else is actually just made up
0: like, yeah. So when
1: you're by the time your brain's processed it, it's processed it as this fixed image, as in to say. This well, is your brain does it when you
0: drive home. Have you ever been driving and then you're like, you don't remember how you got there. I, I get that with journeys. I mean, I travel so much that all
1: of a sudden it's just like, oh,
0: what? Yeah. How do we end up here? Like, and your brain just fills in the blanks. Yeah, it's yeah, of like, course. It's the yeah. same.
1: It's the same when you have an argument with someone. Like, but you think you're in the right, and you know, like, you could totally convince yourself that you're in the right and when you th- look back on it you totally convince yourself that everything you said was the right thing when in actual fact your brain has just patched things up because it's suffering so much conflict from, what's, you know, from the, what the other person is saying that it needs to protect you so it patches things up to make you the think the brain that, is such a fucking weird thing man dude the brain is the brain is the ultimate computer system yeah absolutely without a shadow of a doubt like a
0: biological computer well they say that have you ever so do you know it's um, do you know it's illegal to um, to kill I think um, like squid or not octopus octopi it's like there's some sort of like that can't can't be be right yeah no they serve it in food then they hold on hold on it's illegal to kill them without fresh for fucking sentence without some form of uh, anesthetic okay do you know that because I think you see in certain countries it's illegal to do so because they're recognized as just being as smart as humans.
1: Yeah, they are man. That's like so... the
0: intelligence level of octopi and dolphins as well. They yeah. say dolphins have their own dialect.
1: Yeah, dolphins like, have hierarchies within yeah. their within their own communities. Like that's
0: And they say the only thing that separates them is like we just don't talk to them in our own fucking language. That's the only yeah. difference. But they you know, fuck like other things. They, they they know how to communicate. They have that's why like you know that whole like uh, blackfish, you've seen that blackfish documentary. Yeah when they took like the killer ton, whatever the fucking name of that whale was, and they're like, they put this whale in with other whales that don't speak the same fucking dialect, yeah, and as they he fucking does, bullied it, and they bullied the fuck out yeah, of that yeah, whale. Yeah. yeah, but it happens, man, and like you know, like. But our perception is well, sounds the same. Put them in, good to go. It's fucked. <laughs> fucking crazy. But that's the way we see it, you know, and that's it's it's fucking sad. Like to be honest to you, like the way we because we don't because we can't directly communicate it with it, it must be dumber than us. And therefore it is enslaved. Same with like the way they the way they, the you know, modern civilization enslaved people in Africa. So like, oh well, you technically but, don't understand the same way that we do. But it. see,
1: do you not do you not think that So you must be savages. Do, yeah, like, but do you, do you not think that all of that behaviour is just it's just a remnant of us being, you know, primitive viruses. Like we started on started off as life on Earth as bacteria, like, and you know, single cell organisms that just.
0: That reminds me of uh, Agent Smith in The Matrix. You know. When yeah, yeah, like,
1: assimilation. Yeah. He's
0: like, you're just the human beings are like a virus. You just consume every natural resource and then you move on. Well, yeah, but that's that's what we do, right? Yeah, no, exactly that. Look at look at what like London looks like on a map, and if you ever look like look at uh, London. Um, on a, on a map and then look at like a spot on a skin and it's all like kind of centralised in one area yeah 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 it's like an infection that needs to get rid of
1: that you know? that so that one thing you've just described there that that is a fractal image that exists from you know the quantum level microscopic level macroscopic yeah, level it's true all the way up to the you know the 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 mega structures that you get in the universe like that is the formula of life. It's, it's to basically destroy
0: arrays and then improve. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> My fucking deep words, man. There you go. Where where we uh where where did we go from here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You don't go anywhere. You just you know you get fucking to the exist. end of the, Yeah, you
0: just get to the end, and it's just a mirror. See, the thing is, these kind of thoughts, right? These kind of conversations, these thoughts, like, whilst thought provoking end up fucking you up in the long term because the problem is in the construct you live in right now there's fuck all you can do about it like yeah we'll have this conversation it's real deep and then at the end of the day you're going to fly off and go do work and you're going to live in your your construct becomes like the narrative you live in is is like oh dude i i have
1: so i've constantly thought about that side of things and for me that is like a fantasy world like that's not
0: that i don't i don't
1: class that as real life even have, you about,
0: um, have you ever thought about have uh, you uh, ever thought about
1: DMT I have actually yeah
0: doing like a DMT like ayahuasca or something
1: yeah like, I've,
0: I've thought about it I've not done it DMT for people who don't know is uh, dimethyltryptamine which is a uh, like it's a drug found in mushrooms and acid and a bunch of a st- bunch of other stuff your body creates it it's how you dream yeah that's what, it but, regulates you obviously... your
1: dreams it happens it yeah. gets released when you die it kind of softens the blow
0: yeah, <laughs> so DMT, DMT trip, I but um, I'd I'd love to do a DMT trip, like an ayahuasca trip, but it's. Uh, I read a book about it in high school called "The Teachings of Don Juan," and uh, and that was uh, some guy who used to smoke peyote. Yeah, and like this reporter goes out with him. And he learns like what the smoke is And how it's a person And how it can be How it's your spirit guide But it could also like fuck with you
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: If you you are this negative person when you go in And so it's like Some people I know uh, I know a very well respected comedian Who I won't say um, What his name is But um, He has taken DMT And he was telling me like He had some He saw like his life Like and the way he perceived his universe changed
1: see i from what i've been reading up on it and looking up on it it seems to be apparent that you shouldn't really you shouldn't delve too much into it before you do it like try and do it with as
0: clear a mind as a clear
1: mind but as little knowledge of it as possible of other people's experiences because it can influence your own yeah. your own and you what you what you actually experience is based on stuff that you've You've read, seen, and heard. Yeah. So people have gone down the route, you know, trying to keep it as pure as possible, keep the trip as pure as possible by not reading up too much about what actually happens to other people. Is that
0: something you've ever considered?
1: I have considered it, yeah.
0: Yeah. I have considered it. I just, you know, the thing is, yeah, I guess it'd kind of be like doing drugs around people you don't know. Like, how do I explain this? Like, if I'm going to smoke a spliff, right? Okay. I'm going to smoke it around you. Or like, like I like got home. I'm not gonna fucking do it in the middle of the street because I'm gonna get fucked up. Like I know I'm gonna get fucked up, and I, I know my in inub- like not my inhibitions, but I'm gonna be vulnerable to an outside attack if necessary. Like if it were to happen, and I think that if I were to do like something like DMT, where I know I'm gonna really trip and I'm gonna go down some rabbit hole where I'm gonna explore my own universe and my internal like inadequacies or whatever i'd need to be in a safe environment for me to do that like with people i trust
1: i totally get what you're saying and i think that's the best way to do any of those kind of things yeah but i'll also say that what you're saying before about you know if you smoke to smoke to spliff here or smoke to spliffing on your own at home or compared to smoking on the street and how it opens you up to being vulnerable that is purely just mental association like you've equated so many so many of those feelings and emotions of being safe and comfortable and relaxed, you know, in certain environments, and then as soon as you go outside of that environment and you do it, do the same thing that brings you back to that feeling of being comfortable and safe. Do and, you think, and you, then don't you, look you, think you should you realize, do something
0: like that safely though, like especially Oh, oh no, first totally.
1: Time. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like that, that, I I've made the mistake before, like you know, doing doing shrooms and going to to a packed pub on a Friday night. And you know, totally, literally being out of my skin, like. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I wouldn't advise that if you're doing like heavy stuff for the first time. like Yeah, definitely being uncomfortable. If I did some of like
0: that, I'd have to be like yeah. around some. Being uh,
1: being like, be a familiar place with yeah. familiar people that you trust.
0: Not j- and, or, or even or even just like haven't have met the the fucking the shaman who's gonna do it with you. you
1: know? <laughs> the shaman, whatever. Yeah, Because sure. I know, easy.
0: There is like a, it's yeah. like a sort of priest kind of. Like the person who, who who brings the ayahuasca in is he knows very he's going to be like because I think everyone throws up and shits themselves when they do it like so they'll say listen, this is going to happen. Yeah. And you want to be self-assured that the person you're around knows... Yeah, Chief knows, Big Bulls. Yeah, yeah, knows man. how to fucking deal with the situation. Chief Cajones. Yeah, you don't want some next dickhead being like, yeah, man, <laughs> just take this and uh, yeah, yeah. call me in the morning, you some know? fuck boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want none of that shit. I don't want like him and, uh, yeah, you'll totally, like, you'll freak out. Like, you want to be in a comfortable environment where you know you're safe, so... But the thing is, you can't do that shit at home. Yeah. I'll tear my fucking house apart I got expensive shit in my house I don't wanna <laughs> <laughs> fucking break that shit I'll break yeah. your shit in your house let's do it your place yeah. um, so I don't know man but I'd love to do it I'm totally down for that by the way like if I ever get the chance to in a safe environment then by all means I'm doing it but I don't know anybody think fucking I know one dude who can hook it up like he's like yeah I know a place you can go here but like, I don't wanna go to fucking uh, uh, shaman like <laughs> 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 I don't want to go there and dude be like, "Hey, do this." But um, do you? Um, do I tell you what's really cool? Do you ever do like any uh, martial art or whatever?
1: No, I used to do taekwondo.
0: Taekwondo, taekwondo, long is cool. time ago. Yeah, I like people when you know people say that I do karate. It's like, oh, the Dane Cook of martial arts. Yes, <laughs> the Dane Cook of martial arts. What a comparison!
1: Oh, um, like, no, like, I do like the like Danny Dyer of martial arts. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I do like uh, some Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And yeah, I, I, like for me, that's become the source of like I just call it the source, the source of all power, the source of everything, man. Yeah. Like it's just taught me such humility. Oh, like, that's great. Yeah, I fucking I'm. I'm down if, this, for, if there's one know,
1: thing that I'll say about martial arts, like. There is a great, there's a there, yeah. There is that sense of humility, but also like, it's very, it's a very good way of being able to find a, an inner peace, like a calm within yourself and yeah. within
0: nothing, nothing, nothing chills you the fuck out quicker than someone kicking your ass. Like, <laughs> oh man, yeah, you just get <laughs>
1: sent straight back down to earth. It's just yeah. like
0: because people just, I, I, people just walk like people.
1: like no, no matter how well you do, how far you get, there's always gonna be someone that's better that's stronger that's quicker that's you know there's there's always going to be someone better than the it's other it's going to fuck Nick you else. up yeah, yeah, yeah of course like for all the McGregors out there man there's always going to be some there's going to be a Mayweather there's going to be a Mayweather man <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I can't um, yeah fuck dude like I think people are entirely fuck's that ask you I think people are entirely too confident um, in this day and age and how they walk around like I like I know people that are like way too confident about how they roll in when they're when like yeah I'm fucking you know I run this shit like no you don't
1: (laughs) yeah but see again it's that human you know I hate to say it again revert back to the word humanity but humans have this tendency to you know to peacock to you know when your display of colours is is all like you know it's all smoking mirrors it's it's faking it till you're making it yeah that's it's the true. mentality that people adopt. And that's how people try and cheat their way to the top. And it's, you know, it's only the ones that have really got substance that actually...
0: I wouldn't say that. A lot of people fail upwards. I know, I know people who are fucking idiots. And they, they've become successful by just failing upwards. I don't know how yeah, it is. Yeah, that, you, that, must that. Know, you must know people like, you are like, how did you get to this position? How have you amassed so much wealth and uh, respect from your peers when I know you're a fucking moron?
1: I'd say with that, it's like, not that I'm a, I'm a believer in luck, so to speak, but you surround yourself with people that know what the fuck they're doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, my dad used to say something to me, um, and I'll take this, it, where it was, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Yeah. You need to be the dumbest person. And I, I take that in martial arts because... Man, I, it's, it's the, the truest thing anyone's ever said. <laughs> fucking, you know, like you need to be around smart people so you can pick up some shit yeah of course so i guess that's probably how it is
1: if you're in if you're in the right company man that's that's a lot of the time man it's like you you know you look at people and you, like you were saying like how the fuck did that person get there or how the how the hell is that happening and you look at the infrastructure
0: around what they're doing and you realize oh okay yeah, that makes sense i understand these people have pushed you to this level yeah, yeah exactly speaking of uh we're going to wrap this up shortly but speaking of fights what have we got going on this weekend, huh? Well, it's the big one, isn't it? The, the... Yes, yeah, biggest prize fight ever. Yeah. It's like But is are... that all it is? Yeah, well, so okay, <laughs> so we got uh so people don't know what we're talking about. I mean, if you're living under a rock, uh McGregor, Mayweather, uh MMA fighter, and uh pretty much the best defensive boxer of all time and Mayweather. Was it forty nine? Forty nine and oh, yeah. yeah. His match with Rocky Marciano. So, if he will McGregor be the first dude to hand him his first professional loss? I do not know. What I will say is this: Sometimes you wake up and you're old. And uh, and what I mean by that is, it happened to Anderson Silva. Yep. It happened loss to his edge. Happened, lose the edge, but yeah, it happened to Chuck Liddell. It happened to Jose Aldo. It, one day you just wake up and you're old, and then you get taken out by the young lion. And but see, it's what Gregor, that young lion. What annoys me
1: is okay, it doesn't really annoy me, but it kind of niggles away at me. Is the fact that this fight has so much money riding on it? Yeah, and is such a big money spinner that you know, what is to say that they're not just fucking laughing behind everyone's back? They are. They do. They're sharing the same private jet. And there you go. Like,
0: but ultimately they whilst,
1: both know that they it's a payday for both yeah, of them yeah
0: absolutely absolute 100%, payday but at the same time yeah there's professional records and fucking reputations on the line so whilst like they can be they might just be like tee hee hee let's laugh all the way to the bank ultimately May- mayweather doesn't want to lose one that doesn't want to take that l the big l mm. and cuz that's big that's huge for him because he's he rides his coattails... His own, He rides his own coattails and his own successes is dependent on the fact that he doesn't get touched and he is the best of all time. Pound for pound, the greatest boxer of all time, best defensive boxer of all time and undefeated in his entire professional career. Those are things like in multiple weight classes. Oh yeah, like totally. More than McGregor. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so got... There's he's, a lot on he, the line. He's
1: way more experienced than McGregor. But I also think that it's that... I hate to say it man it's that arrogance and cockiness that McGregor brings that kind of it's again just faking it so they're making it
0: it's but he doesn't just uh, listen but he also
1: has like he's not an idiot like Yeah.
0: I'm I am i don't like McGregor for, yeah. like I'm gonna put this out there now like yeah. I don't like that dude I, I, yeah. I don't like his personality I don't like the way he carries himself I think he's disrespectful I understand he does it to make money I'm sure he's a nice guy behind closed doors
1: Even but, the, the fuck you on the suit yeah
0: but yeah. that whole that whole thing I am, I'm not blind to it I know it's, a, it's, it's all there to build the hype of course it is and to make like, the money he, we understand some people don't though some people no, are, no, are a, under this illusion that it's that, real that it's like, real
1: no it's it's basically it's WWE but yeah it's bullshit but the fight
0: is real yeah the fight the fight, fight was definitely real there's a lot at stake yeah of course McGregor the thing is it's a win-win for McGregor yeah. really truly because yeah. either he either goes a distance yeah. with the greatest of all time yeah um, or he beats the greatest of all time, even where he walks away. You're and he only, gets paid. And he gets paid. Mayweather, right? It's not a win win for him because
1: no. he loses his streak. If
0: he loses his streak, that's the entire thing he's based this whole thing on. Yeah. And then he lost to a guy who's, uh, who's never not fucking, a boxer, he's who's not, not officially a boxer. A boxer. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, there's a lot more there. Yeah. The, the other thing a lot of people aren't taking into account, and I had this conversation earlier on today, is that people are not taking into account that as a boxer, you are used to seeing other boxes, so no matter how powerful and younger they are. When Mayweather fought Canelo, Canelo's way stronger than he is. And last time, uh, the last time uh, Mayweather knocked anybody out was a sucker punch. He was uh, I think it's that like Ortiz or Cortez guy, whatever his name was, where like they touched gloves, and then like after after like a naughty headbutt, mm. and they went to touch gloves, and then. The ref hadn't called a break, and then Mayweather just fucking hit him with a two-piece combo and put him to sleep, and that was that was the end that of that was it. fight. Fuck. Yeah. So that was so that's the last time he did it. Was then Mayweather is also old. Uh, he's had a lot of operations had, and they're fighting in eight hours gloves. Was it eight
1: years difference between the two? No, nah, oh,
0: more dude. than that. More than that, dude. Way fuck more than it. that, isn't my it? My man, my man, McGregor is twenty nine years old. Mayweather's like forty.
1: Oh fuck yeah.
0: So. Yeah, Mm. there's a big difference in between them Um, so on top of that like he's used to seeing guys who fight as boxers the footwork is essentially almost the same Um, southpaw not south generic but you're fighting in a boxing stance yeah Mayweather does not McGregor doesn't fight in a boxing start McGregor has this like sort of karate point based system kind of fight in and out Mm. like he's a southpaw which is always going to be a lot more difficult to fight um he uh he has this killer left straight like but he's stronger he's bigger and the thing is the other the other thing is is that the mcgregor's added advantage which he which is a 100 fact by the mm. way is that in a real fight he would kill mayweather like there isn't like, you know, when Mayweather stands off against Canelo, like, they're both boxers. Yeah, and so it's test, test. But it's technical. It's yeah. technical, but in a real fight, McGregor no, know, Mayweather knows McGregor can kill him. Like, and that's what he was like, I would kill you in a real fight. I would, you literally will die. I'll do a double leg takedown and choke you out, fucking rock you with some elbows. You ain't doing nothing. You ain't doing shit. Because you have no no, no defense in that department yeah, of course. We all know of it. He's got that he's got the extra bit yeah that, 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 that no Mayweather doesn't, doesn't have, have. Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's that's got a way on a man like you're about to go into a ring with a guy who could really Low kill if you if he wanted well. to yeah yeah that's like it. so he's playing your game and the only reason you might beat him is because you're under the guise of these specific rules that are to your advantage what's but, the glove scenario
1: saying they're I know going 8 was, ounce they're going 8 so eight they've ounces, hit yeah. he's like a happy medium no,
0: it's that's an advantage to McGregor. He's going on fucking smaller gloves, which means those hot punches are gonna hit harder. Because what's him? What's Mayweather? ten. Uh ten no, I think it's twelve. Twelve ounces. Twelve ounces, yeah. So they're going in they're going in uh, eight ounce gloves and all because fucking McGregor was running his mouth and Mayweather bit back and said, Fuck it, let's fight under eight then and everyone's like, Ugh. Dude, why? Why are you saying these things? Making hard you yourself. Fucking big mouth. He's yeah. fucking. Now you're like, yeah, let's fuck with eight. But the thing is, is, McGregor calls him out as a man. Mayweather has to respond because it's all posturing. It's all peacocking. So he's got to stand by and say, "Fuck it, let's go." But really, I mean, again, there's a lot of factors with on Mayweather's side. He's an experienced boxer. He's yeah. fought a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't get. He rarely gets touched. Um, he's got that shoulder roll, he's very defensive and everybody who fights Mayweather says they can beat Mayweather and the, the hype is there, it looks like they can, they get people that simulate his work but when you finally get in with the master he makes you look like a fucking fool because you can't when you go up against somebody like that you can't replicate that shit, you can't replicate it and that's why he's the best McGregor again people try to replicate McGregor's camp and they can't do it because fucking McGregor so it's going to be a really interesting fight it's a shame man because
1: I was hoping to be in in the country for when the fight was happening you look for scissors scissors I can't help you with that bro
0: but um, yeah no I'm
1: unfortunately going to be in another country so I'm going to have to try and catch it
0: yeah, I mean, I am I won't yeah, watch it live. Somewhere. I probably won't watch it live. I'll just watch the highlights because I'm not going to fuck my sleeping pang for something that could essentially end in about 10 seconds because all it takes is a lucky punch. And any the thing is with fighting... Yeah, you said every, it, with, you can say it with any fight. Though, yeah. You can't. Every, yeah, no, with any fight. In fighting, all it is a punch is chance. Everyone's got a punch is chance. Mm. You catch somebody on the button, you're going to sleep. That's it. <laughs> it's like... Like, and that's all fighting is that's the best thing about fighting is like who can turn the other person's nervous system off quicker like yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all that is yeah. and that's what I, that's what I love about fighting it's just like okay uh, I've trained this well to turn off your nervous system and you've trained X amount to do the same let's see if he gets there first and that's what that's what May, May, uh, McGregor did to um, Jose Aldo switched him out in 13 yeah. seconds game yeah, yeah. over done first fucking thing that was thrown and he put him to sleep so who knows? But um, I'd like to see I'd like to see Mayweather win because out of the two lesser evils, I go with the one I know the, rather than the one well, I don't. Well,
1: just for my own OCD, I want to see him hit fifty. But um,
0: yeah, you want to see it. Yeah, you yeah. want to see him break the break the yeah, like, Rocky Marciano. He's matched with him on the undefeated streak. So break so. that and then yeah, yeah, and then retire for and good. For good. For good. We for good. need to just close the book on just how let many it. times he comes back out. Just let it go. Yeah. But McGregor is. Um, McGregor's in for a big payday. You know, he's he's set to lose 75% of his purse if he even does anything that's out of bounds with regards to boxing. Boxing. Wow. He so loses, he knows that... That's one of the stipulations. Of oh, he right. loses so 75% of his purse. That makes it interesting then, because... Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people were like, well, he might throw a few cheeky ones in there. But they were like, listen, this is the deal. If you fuck around, you lose X amount of money. Simple. But then... You know, who knows? He might be like, "Fuck it, I'm already a millionaire. I don't need this fucking money. Yeah, I want see, to prove a point." Yeah, see, that could
1: also come into the play when you're when it looks like you're on your fucking you're on your last legs. Yeah. Like- so
0: who knows? But has McGregor trained for a 12 round fight? I don't know. They say he has, but I don't know. Like, do we know his his cardio when he went up against uh, Nate Diaz? Nick, yeah, Nate Diaz. His cardio was lacking in the in the in championship rounds. So. There was that too. So is you know, there's a lot of factors in play. I've watched this closely since I got announced. I was like, right, okay, let's talk about it here. But essentially, it's uh, the world's greatest boxer against currently as it stands, the world's most popular. He's not the greatest, but he's no, a very popular, popular fighter. Amazing, yeah. So, I mean, but after, there's no no doubt saying that McGregor's basically set up for life after this fight. Like once he's the win, lose or draw. He's done. He's, he's done. This he's is great. Thing. He never yeah. has to fucking work again. As long as he man. plays his cards right, his kids never have to work again. So, yeah. uh, that's pretty much it. But um, anything else you want to add before we close this shit up?
1: No, I think uh, I think I'm 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 talked out for the evening. Fucking
0: yeah, it was good, man. Yeah, Thank you good, very much for good being conversation. on the blog Where can uh, people find stuff about you, and where can we find stuff about in such a sun?
1: Uh you can normally find me in a bin somewhere. Yeah. Um. No, uh, pff. Brown Town. Brown Town. Hit me up on Facebook. You know.
0: Cool. Tory Lucian on Facebook yeah that's the one and then uh, Such A Sun when does the album drop? October 20th October the 20th October 20th it's out everywhere guys and Um, the
1: first single's out on the 1st of September
0: 1st of September guys make sure you go out and buy it and then complete your purchase of the full album on October 20th and make sure that you finish that shit on iTunes and everywhere else in the world you guys releasing physical media on this? yeah there would be physical CDs yeah you You have to do vinyl? there'll be a vinyl release as well next year okay cool sounds good yeah, yeah, so we'll fuck I'm sure we'll do more podcasts in between that point, and we'll catch up. But um, uh, any uh, websites for the band, or do you want me to just link them in the description? They'll be down. Yeah, at stick the them in the
1: description, and yeah, you can you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just insert the yeah. sun. Yeah, they're pretty much everywhere.
0: Cool. Perfect. Uh, yeah. On a side note, that eclipse thing you said. Uh, insert in search of. Oh some man! Oh, yeah. It's it's like,
1: just... <laughs> had to be done though. yeah
0: yeah that was good um, guys okay so please make sure you go check out Tory Lucian in search of sun um, great fucking music uh, great band great guys uh, and I guarantee you will not be disappointed uh, and that is my personal <laughs> guarantee stamp of guarantee <laughs> Liam Van Damage is guarantee. Um, and yeah, so go check him out. Uh, and please go make a motherfucker happy whilst you do that. And then obviously uh, any emails you want to send me, what's the damage at gmail.com. You wanna argue with me, be offensive, correct me, anything I've said. Yeah, yeah. Anything you anything I've said, you wanna argue with me or correct me, feel free to catch me on uh, Facebook and all the other links will be below. But it's such a sign, Tori Lucian, thank you very much. Yo, Hey, this is Leo here from What's the Damage Podcast. If you liked this week's episode, feel free to like, share, and subscribe, and do all that fucking shit, and uh, hopefully we can get this worldwide. Thanks a lot. Peace.